all the way from the SoundCloud studios, it's the funniest guy at work with the weekly roundtable discussion program featuring Dino and Giblet. Now for your host this evening, the guy who always knows what you're drinking, Nate Starr. Welcome to the funniest guy at work. I am Nate, uh, as uh, Lauren said, because uh, on our audio podcast, uh, Lauren, uh, a mutual friend of Eddie and I's uh, from New Zealand, does our uh, does the intro, the audio intro to the uh, the the podcast version of the show. Um, so that's fun. Hey, look at us. We're so diverse. Um, but I am Nate, the guy who hangs out in the kitchen at parties. This is the funniest guy at work. We talk about the news, pop culture, and whatever else is on our minds. And when I say we, I'm talking about my friends. Introducing first. He's very excited that he gets to be first this week. <laughs> he's getting he's getting a nice high billing. He is the man who gives new name to the Rocky Mountain High. He is the... He, oh, I almost gave you the other guy's intro. <laughs> He is the half-blood prince. Uh, he has been my friend for a long, long time. I, I'm probably one of his tallest friends. Uh, and he is uh, Giblet. Uh, hello to you. Giblet, I'm the man who farts in department stores and blames the babies. <laughs> Gross, but I love it. I love it. It's original. It's edgy. It's my title. It's my title. And uh, yeah, I got. Um, and also now you heard you heard her voice. Uh, she's here with her two friends. She brought two friends along. And uh, but yes, uh, she is back again, and we were glad to have her at all the times. And she is the lovely and talented Miss Maggie Malone. Maggie, good evening to you. Huh? I, I, that's just quite enough. Just quite enough. That's, uh, that's... But is it bougie enough? <laughs> is that bougie enough? It's Maggie May. It's the, it's the opening, it's the opening keys to Maggie like May. Um, it makes me want to tiptoe through the tulips or something. You know, well, you know, I want to steal my cue, maybe, uh, steal my daddy's cue, make a living out of shooting pool. <laughs> Uh, just drinking, just drinking a little refreshment. Hydrating, hydrating. It's sugar-free, baby. Uh, oh yeah, see, look at it. it's still trying to reconnect. Bad night, bad night. We're just gonna. Oh no. We're just gonna forget it. Trying to go live, and uh, but you know we're gonna forget that tonight. We're gonna do the show. No, we'll put up a disclaimer and an apology later. Um, but we will make like Ed's favorite Detroit Free Press comic strip and Sally Forth. Um, Meanwhile, my mom is over here on Messenger, like, Eddie, <laughs> you talked about smoke the pot on video. <laughs> is that okay? <laughs> that make, I like I'm making her feel better. My mom, no one's watching. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, trust me. Hi, mom. Uh, yeah, everyone's safe here. Yeah, everyone's a safe place. If, if Jeff Sessions wants to come for me, that means somebody's been watching these videos. <laughs> That's all. Uh, take it. I still consider it a win. Still consider it. Not win. enough. Not enough to sell, folks. I don't have enough to sell. I actually convinced my friends that I quit smoking so I can have it all to myself. 
<laughs> That's what I used to say in my 20s. That used to be, <laughs> to be my joke. They're like, well, what if you get caught with all this? I'd be like, I would go on the stand and be like, no, no. There was no intent to sell. No collusion. <laughs> I, I, I wanted to make this clear. This was all for me. <laughs> I, 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 I made sure that people like had no idea that I was still smoking, so this could all be mine. You know, like I wanted Bye. to just not share it. Um, but uh, yeah, man. Uh, speaking of uh, Trumposaurus, and by that I mean I wish he were extinct. <laughs> oh, skewered. Um, the. Uh, how about the federal judge handing down the rule that he cannot block users uh, because he's the president and that now infringes on their First Amendment rights? Okay, Nate, Nate dunk on this one, and then I got to dunk on this one, and then we'll pass the ball to Maggie. And we'll dunk on. <laughs> lots of it's uh, lots of dunks, lots of dunks. Okay. It is. Uh, you want to dunk first? Well, I am a I'm a licensed dunkologist. Um, <laughs> I got certified through and one, um, but uh, you know I just uh, I love it. I love it, I love it, I love it. And I actually, I now might start following President Trump. <laughs> like, yeah, if ever... If, Michael Jackson eating popcorn. Yeah, man, if ever <laughs> there were a time to, like, to have every member of Libtardia just rise up and just... Like, it's going to be great for him because he's going to have a quadrillion followers. But we all get to say how dumb he sounds. And he can do nothing. Crazy. <laughs> it's like it's so uh Jason Sudeikis as the devil gif right now. <laughs> I am so excited about this. But uh so Ed, I'm gonna pass that off to you. Thoughts? Um actually I was thinking about the NFL thing, but uh my thoughts on this uh are that uh it's like most things these days, it's happiness tinged with a little bit of bittersweetness because you know we get to dunk on them all day now, but like, what kind of stupid, crazy shit's that gonna? Yeah, what's dunk left? <laughs> like, what's left to dunk upon? You're it's dumb. And you know what? Actually, I, I don't, I'm gonna throw this to Maggie before we, uh, if you're done, because I don't want, yeah. I don't want to double dribble. I sort of hear like, do you, are you guys familiar with the the Mickey Mouse version of Jack and the Beanstalk? Uh, I quite. The giant. Yes. <laughs> who, you know, gets annoyed by the flies rushing around him and then just goes on the rampage. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm worried that it might be the thing that makes him decide that he's, he's ready to just start a nuclear war. <laughs> like, like, that's, that's going to cheese him off so much. He's going to yeah. just bomb somebody out of anger. That's who we're doing. I'm going to do something. Oh. Oh, so, man. Mm. Yeah, he's gonna be like everyone will love me for it because North Korea are bad guys, so we'll just throw nuclear bomb them. That's how he thinks. We have documented proof of this. So. Yeah. Well, I really like how they released that coin. Uh, <laughs> they mentioned the coin about the peace talks that haven't happened yet, so there's no date on the coin. It just says 2018. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it's a rock festival. <laughs> you know, it's like. Yeah, you, yeah. Oh, man, you should have been to last year's nuclear disarmament talks, man. They were great. You three of them for, 40, for three payments of forty nine ninety five From the Franklin Mint. From the Franklin yes. Mint. Guaranteed to go up in value. You know, I prefer to collect plate myself. Yeah, a good plate. Um, 
you know, Three Stooges, NASCAR, um, Gone with the Wind, I think, you know, all the, all the... Oh, Gone with the Wind, you remember that infomercial with the Gone with the Wind plate? Oh, oh yeah. Uh, and also, you know, we got Parade yeah. Magazine. Uh... Now, now, Maggie, I know that you saw my recommendation last week of Cobra Kai. I did. It's all a certain episode where Johnny Lawrence down on his luck and he needs to pay the rent for his dojo. That's, I, and yeah, he ends up having to pawn his silver dollar collection. And there is no clearer sign of how far a man has fallen. And it's, it's a powerful scene, man. <laughs> silver like dollar. Scotty is, is, a, is a powerful statement on our current times. Now, yeah. if, I'm, if I'm understanding, because I still haven't watched it. Um, I well, I, know, I still have I still have my YouTube red for now, but the thing of it is, is I, I, that's riskier than smoking a fucking bowl. Yeah, she is sharing her logins. Um, but no, I um I still have YouTube red for a few more days, but uh, I started watching Hill Street Blues. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> and I was just like, oh man, this is a great show. Nate's <laughs> <laughs> like, I could watch this 30-year-old show that has like a million bajillion episodes, or I could watch this new show that has 10 episodes. Yep. 10. <laughs> Half <laughs> hour. <laughs> yeah, as opposed to the 45-minute uh, 30-year-old program that I'm watching. Hey, it got 98 Emmys. The show, I mean, <laughs> yeah. The show in question is about a thirty-year-old movie. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. You, you, it's it's <laughs> almost like <laughs> it's just <laughs> interlopy enough to where it, like you're like this should be right up your alley, mate. Uh, it's an it's an old premise uh, of a show, <laughs> but no. From what I what I've seen though is is not uh, Cobra Kai. Um, but isn't uh, Daniel now just a huge douche nozzle? Isn't that the whole he's idea? Like, it's like yeah. the polarity has shifted? He, he's not... It's not a total 180 where, like, he's the villain. It's, it's more like a... It's more like a, oh, there's badness on both sides kind of, like, session. Mm. But, it, but it, it works in a very organic way. Like, mm. it, so he's kind of a guy who you know, looks like he's got maybe success is made of a little weak. I think it's it's a natural extension of his character. Yeah. yeah. He was a rule follower and, you know, a person who was motivated by success. And this is kind of what happens to people who are rule followers who are motivated by success. They get a little douchey. They get a little douchey. I, well, I thoroughly enjoyed Gary Goldman's um, uh, synopsis of Karate Kid Part 1 where... He's like, you know, here the Daniel son goes into the bathroom where a crew of guys are dressed as skeletons getting high and he confronts <laughs> and he them. <laughs> he confronts them, which uh, you would ever do ever in your life. Like if you were in the <laughs> same position, you walk into a bathroom and there's a team of dudes dressed really well, by the way. Give props to the to their costume work. Uh, as skeletons, and they're and they're doing drugs, and they look at you. You're not like, hey, you can't do that in here. It's instead, it's just like, I'm sorry, this bathroom is full. A uh, good day, gentlemen, and then out you go. 
You know, as it is, I don't like to be in a bathroom when they when all three bathroom areas are full. I'm like, you but know what? Out of here. If you're the guy who's gonna do that and be like, you can't do that in here, you're gonna be the guy who owns a car dealership and is a douche. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's why. That's why I love Cobra Kai. <laughs> that's why I think they should have won. <laughs> I mean, sure, they did some <laughs> bad things. But oh, my God. You have to watch it. You have to watch it. I should. I should uh, make a point. Uh, I'll watch it tomorrow. Very poignant moments. Laughed and cried. Whoa. I, uh, I was a little underwhelmed the last episode, actually. I thought uh, oh, really? it was a little... I thought it was a little too much of a set for season two. Oh. A little too oh. Cool for my That's taste. True. That's true. Mm. But the, before that, preceding action I thought was good. Yeah, wow. yeah, I'll, I'll admit the action's fantastic. I just wish that it wasn't such a cock tease for season two. <laughs> Stupid cock <cat. laughs> <laughs> uh, <coughs> But, uh, you know, so that's uh, that's Trump. And, uh... <laughs> First week in Trump. And then also this. Stand or else... <laughs> the uh, National Football so League. Hard for me. Oh my God. The National Football I, League announced today I that a new rule. New rule, everyone. If you want to play on our field, and you're outside when the national anthem is playing, you will stand or you will be fined. It goes for everyone: players, popcorn vendors, um, people in wheelchairs. Um, people in those little hover rounds. You know, if you are seated during the national, you will be fined. No exceptions. Otherwise, you have to sit in the locker room. Dude. So here's my thing. I I'm love the idea. To just like roll with the horrible corporate money grabs, and I was willing to roll with the fact that. Impossible to see an out-of-market game without paying the NFL an exorbitant amount of money. And I was willing to roll with the fact they were brain-damaging the players for my personal entertainment. But I feel like maybe this is a bridge too freaking far. I feel like I might be done. Oh, I got it. <laughs> That's because uh, I couldn't agree more. I was like, I was saying that I was sitting in my chair today when that story broke, and I was like. Uh, players are, you know, we are we are literally turning men's brains to mush. Uh, we're paying them way too much money. Uh, we have, you know, like bastardized the game. And I'm not talking about like the old leather neck, <laughs> like just like wearing a flight hat uh, type uh, <laughs> uniform. Yeah, you know, or like where everybody, it's in black and white and everybody's just wearing sweatshirts and knickers and, you know. But, I mean, just like, just from a... Everyone has a nickname like Champ. Yeah, or, you know, like, they, they all have no teeth in the front. Um, but they, you know, it, the commercials have just gotten out of hand, even. You know, you can yeah. you can literally read a legit novel just in the commercial breaks in an average football game. Yeah, no, it's totally true. Um, so I think this is just like one more thing. And it's like, well, you know, you can't please everybody. It's like it's not about pleasing everyone. It's about 
just letting people have that freedom of speech, you know, to to, to express themselves. And yeah. you know, now, you know what though? If um, if I knew that the NFL would put cameras in the locker rooms to show all the guys kneeling during the anthem. So, but is that on the NFL or is that on the network? That's on the NFL. You know, but I mean, if the network would go into the locker rooms, but yeah, uh, I think that would be a nice move. But I don't, I don't see it happening. But, but the NFL would have to let them. Yes. They'd have to get clear. Yeah. I mean, you guys know, I basically, the closest thing that I have to a religion is the church of the Green Bay Packers. The Green Bay Packers, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. I just, I just don't know if I can, I can support this crap anymore. Hmm. And it's hard. It's I'm definitely, it's like definitely that. a gut check <laughs> thing, you know, because it's a real tip of the wedge. Because... Yeah. You know, like, when does it stop? When do you just, like, ah, of, I, I feel like it's one of those turning points where, like, are we going to move to be, like, a totalitarian society? Yeah. I really do. Because football, I mean, I'm not alone in worshiping at the Church of Football. Like, I feel like football is one of the great uniters in our country. Oh, absolutely. And the NFL is, is oppressing a very valid point of view and a mode of expression that that is a dark path for us to be set upon. I really yeah. And it's a and it's a weird thing that that's how that's 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 what's getting that is the tip that's the tip of the wedge though and that's what's so unique about it is that it's not it's not legit political. You know what I mean? It's not right. like it's not the military parade. It's not it's not forcing you to, to do the Pledge of Allegiance in every school every morning or anything like that. It's just something that's so innocuous that you're just like, well, you know, you got to stand for the anthem, you know, okay, or else be fined. Well, it's such a great idea for the NFL. Why not do it for everyone? Right. <laughs> like, hey, why not every day hail, hail President uh, you know, just, why not? Every day, you know, it's hard, you know, when uh, when the guards are marching the streets, making sure everybody's practicing proper patriotism, we just I mean, give out I a ne- hail president. I never would have thought, you know, the whole, like, first they came for, you know, and then they came for them, and then they came for, finally they came for me. I didn't think that, like, the general public would the NFL football <laughs> yes, Yeah, what an odd thing. Then they came for the sitcom stars, and I didn't do anything, because I wasn't a sitcom star. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and then all the celebrities were gone, and they came after unknown podcasters, and no one spoke <laughs> up, because who they didn't know who we were. <laughs> yeah. On the air. Um, yeah. Uh, just yeah, that way it's that way you know it's it's free reign. It's free reign. Look at all these purchases on your YouTube red. I don't know how that works. The uh, but yeah, it was uh, now Ed. You were pretty excited though. Yes. You're pretty excited I, about I this news. I am extremely excited about this news, Nate. <laughs> I think this might because be because of Sean and Brian. This has just been the best thing that's happened I think in a long time. Because here's the thing. Uh, this, this this is actually related to some news that also came out. Uh, 
a recent study done in my own fucking brain uh, has revealed that <coughs> has supplanted baseball as the shittiest, worst sport ever. Uh. And that oh, was before, so that was before the ruling. <laughs> and it's plainly clear to the entire world that not only is football awful, the NFL is the awfulest of the awful. It's the stinkiest of the shit. Uh, yeah, it is so the stinkiest of the shit. At this point, there is no, no good reason to ever enjoy the NFL now. I don't <laughs> care if you're from Green Bay. I don't care if you're from Philadelphia. The NFL is terrible, and it's getting harder and harder now. And with this latest bit of news, it's almost indefensible at this point. You are almost, you're about like two degrees away from being a shitty person yourself if you like right. the NFL what? at, at this current what? moment. Our friend just opened her heart about how much the NFL means to her. I know. I know. And it, then it, your it, counterpoint it, was basically... Like, but, but no, I'm saying like, I'm yeah, part of it. It's never been this bad before. It's no, always it's been obvious to me that she was wrong and this is a terrible idea, but now it is absolutely clear <laughs> to the world. Maggie, so, uh, you ignorant slut. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's so, what it like, all, all is in the American people's court now. I mean, clearly you just need to stop watching football. Uh, NCAA is still a great thing. NCAA. Rumors that there was going to be a second coming of the XFL or some shit. Oh, I would love it. I, I think... I have always been a big fan of arena football. I think arena football is a lot of fun. It just needs no, come better, on. better, better. I would like to. You know what? Here's the thing. Here's the hey, thing. Hey, you know what doesn't happen in arena football though? Uh, conspiracy cover-ups on fucking concussions. Hmm? They often and don't treat their players like gorillas. So maybe try and uh, <laughs> try arena football. The uh, all everybody. The gorillas are treated much better. Than the, most unless they are shot for holding <laughs> a child. Fair point. Uh, the grills are paid as well, but of course the grills are treated better, so it's a trade-off. It's a trade-off. But you know what? Everybody likes to shit on the XFL. And talk about your conspiracy theories. Is first of all, when the XFL first came out, Vince McMahon flatly said, I wasn't try I'm not trying to compete with the NFL. Because that's why he actually had it off season. He's like, I just want more football. And so they did this real gridirony thing. Now and we can go for the fucking king, man. <laughs> The NFL is weak, and it's bullshit. Now is the time. Strike. Yeah, no, I mean, we say it's weak, but we are, you know, not just citizens of Libertadia, but <laughs> high echelon citizens of Libertadia. Right. It's going to take a long time for people to, like, come around. On the back too, of long. too long. Too long. It's already taken too long. It's already been too long. Now it's just embarrassing. Well, no, what's now now is like... Now it's July, and the Christmas lights are still out. (laughs) (laughs) I think the thing of it is, is that, like, there was a certain level... Monday was Monday, and it's Friday, and your shit is still out. Oh, the can is still on the curb? I'll tell you this, there's a guy in my neighborhood who leaves his can out until Friday. Well, Well, tomorrow is garbage day, Thursday. But garbage comes at, like, 8 in the morning. So you put your can out, like, before you go to work, like, 6, 7 o'clock in the morning, and it sits out all day and all night until Friday, and then he but might pick really it up. I, I do. Like, how is that impacting your life? Is because you know why? If somebody comes down the street and they see that garbage can out there, you know what they say? They say, oh, oh <laughs> these people, these people let this happen in their neighborhood. There's a neighbor, you know, there's a sign... Oh. That the neighborhood watch, 
Neighborhood Watch. And it's like, yeah, we're watching this guy not take in his goddamn garbage can. That's what we're watching. That's what's happening right now. What it says, what it says plain and simple is that these people don't give a shit. And if you still and if you still watch the NFL after this, then you don't shit. <laughs> yeah, you don't give a shit either. I, I've actually I've come come close to pulling the garbage can up to their house myself. I'm like, this is a neighborhood. That actually happened at my house once. Our neighbors brought our cans in for us. But I'm going to give you a third option, which is maybe the wife refuses to do it because she understands that she does everything else, and this is the one job that the husband is. <laughs> and she's not moving that fucking garbage can for anything. Well, you know what? They can take really their Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf life <laughs> and they can play it in the house and throw snapdragons at each other and talk about their fake dead kid. <laughs> but just bring your garbage can up to the goddamn garage. That's all I'm asking. Because it all, it's always tipped over. It's easy husband points, man. It's tipped over. The <laughs> lid's open. It's super easy. It's like, where am I? Downtown Beirut? Come on. Beirut <laughs> is actually really nice now. <laughs> yeah, you put it on the counter, you make a deal about it, too. You're like, oh, man, that was heavy. God, I got to sit down. <laughs> Just, you uh, fucking milk that shit? Love it. Can't handle Love it. it. I, there are certain rules. Like, if you listen to today's podcast, I really went off as an old man uh, today. Oh, nice. Uh, where I talked about how much I hate eating outside. Like, <laughs> I, I hate it so much. Oh, so much outside. <laughs> Anti-picnic. Okay. Just give us a little preview, because we don't want to give away the whole thing. Oh, well, at one point I'm just like, you know what? If you love nature so goddamn much, why do you have screens in your house? Just take them out. Just open your windows. Just let all Some that... people don't have screens, and they get stung by wasps. Yeah, yeah, that's what you're asking for. Because I live and pay very much. I pay a lot of money to live in a house to be protected from the elements. And those elements include bugs. Why would I want to invite them to my dinner table? That's a little... That's a little I like my, it. I like it. Very Todd Glassy is, is really... I think, I think the solution is just move to a place that doesn't have bugs. Where is that? California. No, no, that's impossible. Yeah, you're right. Like, there are no bugs in a fucking mudslide. And, you know what else is in California? In-N-Out Burger. Listen, uh, <laughs> in the pre folks, uh, everybody's talking about In-N-Out Burger. I'm the only one who hasn't had it, because when I went to California, I, I exclusively ate a Jack in the Box. Because I get to have a breakfast burrito at 5 o'clock in the evening. And I was like... That's hey. failing Nate Star. Hey, if we're going to have a conversation... <laughs> And we're going to try and get Michiganders to leave Michigan. They're coming to Colorado, Megan. Just back <laughs> up. I mean, come on. Thin, thin oxygen. Oh, yeah, that's what I don't like. People get headaches. It's the variety of California, but the prices of Michigan. Yeah, but, but the <laughs> air of space. Legal weed. And not, and not just legal, weed too. Not legal yeah. on paper like in California. Actually walk into a store and buy it in Colorado. Alright, so wait though. Buy it in California. Do you I get a store that's servicing what five billion people? <laughs> Always lines. That's like it's like a McDonald's in Russia. It is. It kind of is. I've seen, seen it. I've seen it. I seize it. It's like the latest Star Wars just came out in this but like five hundred square foot building. Here's what I like about it. It is a cross section of 
single kind of person. There are like young college mm. students who are super excited to go out and buy their first batch of legal weed. And there are like old, grizzled, like hippies who are yeah. like finally getting to buy their legal weed. And there are like professional looking people and like moms like myself waiting in this long line together having the experience of anticipating. Uh, you know who I wouldn't want to be oblivion. next to in line is like the, the guy in the real Rolling Stones T-shirt, who is just <laughs> just talking about how he how he didn't use you know how he what he used to have to do to get weed and how it's such an you know you had to be so secretive and now it's a, here we are in a line and it's just so fucking trippy and it's like yeah we know <laughs> we all went through this together. <laughs> That's right. So that going for it as well. Hey, what's up, Barbie? I, I, I just mentioned this to you the last time I was visiting California. I hit up a head shop, and uh, there were two grizzled old guys there. It was we were having that exact conversation that they was talking about. Like, well, I used to have to do all this, but the twist was like, I was like, well, you guys must be happy now. I was like, and they're like, no way, fucking Jerry Brown's trying to tax the fuck out of it. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It was crazy hearing two old hippies like talking shit about legal weed. <laughs> yeah, it's because of the taxation. I can, I can order my, my weed online and like pick it up like at Panera when you do the rapid order pickup. Well, um, now, to be fair, uh, back in the day I used to do that in AOL Instant Messenger. <laughs> Marcus! I need to stop by later. Nice. Bling! <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, but whenever I, like, I have my cart with all my stuff in it, and then I go to check out, and then the taxes get added, I'm like, fuck! Yeah. What is all this? Yes. Why is it suddenly double in price? You know, that, I, I like it because, uh, you know, Jim Rome used to say, um, taxes feed the golden goose. Uh, so that's what I, you know, tax it all. <laughs> that's it what all I, goes back to the Mickey Mouse, uh, taxes feed stuff cartoon. I think should be the theme of today's podcast. <laughs> yep. I actually, mostly when I reference that, I always talk about, like, I'm like, man, money's so tight in my house right now, that's how we'd be cutting loaves of bread. <laughs> or it was, like, see-through. Right, it was just, like, a sheet. Do you, Ed, have you ever seen it? Do you know what we're talking about? No. No. Oh, the Disney, is not strong in this one. No, so. it is not. It is not. <laughs> Wait, here's the twist. Neither is yeah, the Warner Brothers. <laughs> you know, it's just like your cartoon knowledge base, like, it like, like starts like weirdly at like 80s hardcore cartoons. Like, there, there's like no public domain Hanna-Barbera. Like, as though there's no like, oh, hey, remember Inch High Private Eye? And you're like, no, no, no. no. Uh, you remember Voltron? You know what, though? Someday, Ed is going to go to Disneyland, and someday, Ed is going to go on the Haunted Mansion, and Ed is going to have a spiritual moment. Yeah. You're gonna, it's going to blow your goddamn Stop. mind, kid. Big spiritual moment. Mm. Big spiritual moment. You ever been to the Haunted Mansion on weed? <laughs> Uh, I've never done that before. I did once have some edibles and then watch the um, Worlds of Color, which is like the water fountain show. That oh. was a good time. Yeah, well, see, I've only been to the world, not the land. I want to go to the world. I haven't been there since I was 11. And um, it's uh, it's it's great. I love it. 
I love everything about it. I would go back tomorrow, given the opportunity. I think, I think Ed, as a person who celebrates... Shuns whimsy. <laughs> I think that you would appreciate it if you could just let go of your anti-corporate Marxist so you're you're basically you basically like you want to sing you want to sing like pure imagination to him as you're like pulling in to Disney, like a like this weird like pure imagination music of the night medley. Right. Close your eyes. Oh my god! I'm being recorded. And I'm pouring wine in the car. Anyway. It's everything. PTA president like? Maggie Malone. All these things are adding up. Just do it fast. Go drive. I'm not driving. Well, she's going to walk over to In-N-Out Burger and get a burger oh with God. Thousand Island dressing on it. Like, it's so big, dude. You should be live on location, Maggie. So I'm in the Sheraton parking lot. <laughs> oh, scandalous. Sheraton and share alike. <laughs> there for some kind of illicit rendezvous? <laughs> I think there was a drug deal going on near me a few minutes ago, but they're gone now. They're like, oh, somebody's recording a secret show. <laughs> they're probably they're probably committing an affair and they're <laughs> just, uh, like, but if, like the most one-sided set of like, because you're clearly alone in the car. Is dangerous so, liaisons in the Nissan Leaf. In the Nissan <laughs> Nissan Leaf. Nissan Leaf. Nissan Leaf. Go a little Creole on that one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in my niece only. I like I like my crunch on the Creole side. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go down there, we're gonna drive down on Nissan only. Naders, have you ever been down there to New Orleans? Oh no. No oh, no 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 no. Take a show field trip and go. Uh I will only go to New Orleans if someone can convince me voodoo is real. <laughs> uh yeah, because if it's real, then I need to save up my ducats so I can get me one of those eternal youth spells. Well, once we Did hit you our see season three of American Horror Story? That was a documentary. I've never watched American Horror Story. What? I have not. Uh, I, I've seen only the pilot of the first season. I've, I've tried that. to watch, like, every season. And I get about ten minutes in, and I'm just like, well... <laughs> you're, you're out. <laughs> it's, okay. it's, like, it's like, here's what happens. I, I, Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me explain to somebody who's never watched the show. This is every season of American Horror Story. You are a fresh watcher, fresh eyes, because they say you, yeah. you don't have to watch them. And so, like, what'll happen is this normal-looking guy, like a guy that you know from, like, a sitcom, you're like, oh, my God, it's that guy. And so, like, he walks in to the hotel. You know, and he's just like, hi, I'd like a room, please. And they're like, oh, yeah, how about room 12? And he's like, okay, and he looks all weird. And, it's and then like, they look at each other and they're like, and then, like, the keychain is a lollipop, all right? So you're just like, oh, weird. All right, so he goes into the lollipop room, and it looks like a regular room. And then out of nowhere, a guy covered in candy anally rapes him for ten minutes. <laughs> and that's yeah. how the show starts. And I'm like, where's the horror? You're <laughs> not wrong. <laughs> I, I actually, so like, any <coughs> did you guys watch um, Nip Tuck at all? I was about to say, like, my problem with the show from the one episode I watched is, like, I really felt like if someone was like, Ed, here's a, here's a writing exercise for you. What kind of a show would Ryan Murphy do if he had to do horror? Uh-huh. And I'm pretty sure I would have written the entire first season of American Horror Show 
like line for line the same way. The first Just season was good. Line. The first season was totally entertaining. The second season was uneven. The third season was ridiculous, and the fourth season was unwatchable. And that is pretty much the pattern of, of every Nip Ryan Tuck, show ever. Yeah, of, of Nip Tuck and Glee. Yeah. I did never watch Glee because I watched Glee. <laughs> I was a Gleek. I love a good uh, musical. Yeah. What can I say? I, I didn't do it, but but I watched the fuck out of Nip Tuck, and I continued to watch it even when I was like, "What are you doing? What? Are <laughs> what you are doing? you doing? Yeah. What have you done to yourself?" <laughs> yeah, it's like you can see the point where Ryan Murphy said, "Fuck it." Yes, exactly. But all yeah. that said, the first season of Nip Tuck is good. The first season of American Horror Story is good. I did I watch the first season of Nip Tuck, and it was quite good. Yeah. I just so, didn't. Uh... So I recommend the first season of American Horror Story. It's self-contained. Yes. It is twelve episodes. It oh has wow! All. It has. That's um, like a British. That's like a British uh, anthology. Goes. Shootings and Forbidden Love. Oh boy, this sounds hilarious. It, it, has, <laughs> it has Connie Britton from Friday Night Lights, who is Friday Night Lights. my idol. I want to I think it would be. Wait, wait, isn't that the. Uh... Watch Glee and just scream instead of laugh. <laughs> 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 Are you know what? I would like to watch okay. a video of somebody doing that. <laughs> like just like Smilex scream laughing through like the, the first season of Glee, <laughs> just this maniacal, devastatingly <laughs> insane laugh. I don't know why I'm making my laugh. It's making me laugh so hard. Is that like a telltale sign of some <laughs> yeah, kind? Yeah, smiling. Yes, like he's forced to laugh. Like behind the camera, the guy was like, like, and I. And I'm like, have you seen this? Yeah. Wow! I can't stop. I watched this thing 17 times. I love it. Uh, what? How? How far away am I from being a Batman villain? What was that percentage? Under 10? Holy <laughs> God! Oh my God! No! Yeah! No! I'm, I'm out. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, we don't speak ill of Lady Gaga on this program. Lady Gaga and I are close friends. I would assume I mean, if we I'm ever met. Too. Like, <laughs> if we ever met, I was I would assume we would hit it off. She's my man. <laughs> uh, you know, there's some celebrities. I'm like, you know what? I think Randy and Jackson and I. I don't think we would get along. It'd be lukewarm at best. <laughs> Nothing against him personally. Just not everybody clicks. I had this like very real fantasy for many years that Claire Danes was actually my friend. Oh, I thought it was about Randy Jackson, and I was like, interesting. (laughs) When I was, like, a teenager and, like, in early college, and then moved here, and I met this woman who went to high school with Claire Danes and was legitimately her friend. Whoa. I was like, is she the most amazing friend ever? She's like, she's fine. She's fine. She's a human being. (laughs) Uh, yeah. That's how I feel if I if I would have met somebody who met Sin, who went to high school with Sinbad, <laughs> I'd be like, is he the greatest? Does he call you on your birthday? <laughs> I've had to live with the, with the with the trueness for a long time that I I'll never be friends with any of my favorite like pop music acts. There's just I see no way me and Selena Gomez ever can like carry no, on. Because, 
interpretation. Well, you would meet her and be like, you're a creepy old man. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, like that guy, remember? favorite authors would write me off as a creepy old man. Uh, on the YouTube. And I would probably be so annoyed with, I would watch Leave right away. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about Spice Girls on that one. Well, and, and Brittany, you know, I love me some Brittany. We all love us some Brittany. Yes. This, uh, this group. Yes. But when I saw her in Vegas last year, she let me down so hard because even her, like, crowd banter was just, like... Wooden. It was like, oh, my God, guys, I love you, Vegas. Oh. Hey, Vegas, what's up? Like, she meant nothing. You know... Nothing. That's, uh, I wanted to talk about that, actually. Um, the season finale... No, uh, it actually springboards nicely into, um, music. It was music that I wanted to talk about. Um, the Saturday Night Live season finale this past weekend with Tina Fey, we talked about it in the production, how I saw it. It was not the strongest show. I was a little disappointed, because I think if you got a Tina... If you got Tina Fey, former head writer, yeah. you're going to come in there with some big guns. The, the, the key word here, Nate, is underwhelming. I think that is yeah. for, for the season finale. I wouldn't go so far as to say it was disappointing because there were funny bits, but it was yeah, like you just said, for Tina Fey, this should have been this should have been a home run. Yeah, it should have been. <laughs> but um, but again, uh, Pervert Hunters was the, the show stealer. But on the musical tip, I don't usually watch the musical guests. I usually, you know, read an article or. You know, go get something to eat. That's that's my commercial break on commercial free Hulu. Is that what yeah, I watch? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, oh. yeah, this is that. But Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj, yeah. That first Chun Li, that song is fucking sick. Dude, that song is dope as Frasia. And then, but she did crowd work too. You know, like during the musical break, she's like, New York, I love you. You having a great time? Make some noise. Who's getting drunk yeah, right now? Pro, and it was pro. just like real and like I have not seen him and, and here's the thing it's sad I mean when I say that I use my time that's with today's music because I don't know any bands <laughs> like when I heard that Vampire Weekend was playing in like Cadillac I was like they were like this you know Vampire Weekend I was like ooh a Vampire Weekend what's that <laughs> and then uh, and then and then the, you know the weekend and I'm like, oh, the weekend, huh? What is that a band? And they're like, no, it's just a guy. And I'm like, no, oh, okay, that's it, that's it, I'm done. <laughs> I can't keep up now. You've gotten to the point where my old man brain can't handle your weird names. But um, so you know, but older bands and stuff, you know, they used to really get into it. Sometimes like Weezer, like there was the one time when Weezer was on, they just let Will Ferrell play the maracas, and he was in this where like like early stages. Um, Ron Burgundy outfit, basically, and uh, just yeah. apropos of nothing, didn't make a big deal about it, just was playing the maracas, and, um, but yeah, man, she she did just a phenomenal, I mean, like, as far as the musical guest goes, delivered, signed, sealed, delivered. Four stars, even wrote a review, like she was on, <laughs> she were on Amazon. That good. Yeah, absolutely, go back and watch it. I agree, I agree, I saw it, it was, uh, it was one of the best, yeah, probably the best live performance this season. Easily. Easily. Oh, again, yeah, I, I wouldn't know, because mostly I don't... Oh, yeah, because... Well, actually, you can what? let your kids watch that one. You, you can watch... 
Yeah, you you know, like, we would turn it on, it'll be fine. Cause... Your kids are going to fucking love it. Blare that shit for your kids. I know what your kids like to listen to. You've told stories. <laughs> yeah, we've all we all heard the stories about your kids' love of the gangster raps. My, my kids really like Kendrick Lamar right now, and it's a little awkward. Like, we roll up to school listening to the Black Panther soundtrack. My favorite story. Favorite <laughs> <laughs> Vicky, who like looks like a little angel, is in the backseat, and the song pops. Do you guys know that song? No, I'm sure my kids I, would I love it. There's this like sample from something. I don't know where it's like someone going, "You're dead to me." You're oh, dead yeah. To me. oh yeah. So Vicky is in the backseat, going, "You're dead to me. You're dead to me." You're dead to me. <laughs> she always just, just like head movement with it. My so, uh. I, the mother of the year, right here. I'm the president hey, hey, of the school's DNA. That's me. This is the beginning. This is the beginning of a joke turned into reality. Remember, I told you I wanted to get like an all girls choir together to do AJ Styles' theme song. Yes. <laughs> You're on your way. You're on your way. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Don't want none. <laughs> um. Actually, yeah, my kids. Uh, they were a big fan of Backspin. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, my my older son loves rap. My younger son loves uh, '90s music. He is really I like, 90s music too. like 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 his old man level of '90s music. Like he was just like, yeah. what? Well, actually, just like and and, uh, and oddly enough, um, "Never Gonna Give You Up" by Rick Astley. <laughs> like who doesn't? Okay, if we're being honest. Who doesn't love that song? Be honest. Yeah, I mean, I love it. I've done it at karaoke. It's, uh, it's a great song, and don't give me that face, and... Oh, I, no, the funny thing is, I don't like it, but I still kind of like it. You know, like... <laughs> well, I'll never see it on a playlist of mine. You won't even see it on an 80s playlist of my creation. But if I hear it on the radio, I'll turn it off. Yeah, I was, uh... <laughs> he, was, he was in the kitchen, making himself dessert tonight, and he was fun singing it. So I knew he wasn't, like, just singing... Like, he was just, like... Been together for so long. You know the rules and so do I. You know, like doing, you know, singing dumb. I wonder dumb. where he gets that skill. Yeah, I, his mom always. I watched the, uh, I watched the Billboard <laughs> Music Awards. I watched the Billboard Music Awards earlier uh, this week. And yeah. you got a prize for being the oldest person to watch the Billboard Music Awards. Actually, it's funny you should mention that. <laughs> Yeah, the biggest performance of the night was uh, Salt and Peppa. Nice. <laughs> yeah, they did. They they blew the roof off the fucking place. But anyway, uh, uh, this pop band, this Korean pop band named BTS, was getting a, a huge amount of buzz. Apparently, they're like the big thing now. So I wanted to listen to some of their music, and it, it it's not as good as I was hoping it would be. Like they they're no NSYNC. They're no backstreet. Are they boy They're pretty good. They're pretty good. Yeah, it's a it's a boy band, a South Korean boy band named BTS. That's, that's interesting. I always associate K-pop with like girls. Yeah. yeah. No. No. Yeah. These, that, I think maybe that might have been part of what intrigued me is that these like they're like fucking eighty of them, and they just like shot on stage, and they've got sick ass dance moves, and like and everyone's going crazy. And I'm like, this ain't bad. I'm listening to some of it, and like I'm, the jury's still out for me, but. You know, it felt kind of cool to be, like, part of the hip thing for, like, a second. I used to be kind of a nervous flyer. I'm, I'm better now than I was. But my my, my Xanax, or Klonopin, if you will, when flying, was to get that in Us Weekly and just focus really intently 
on reading Us Weekly during takeoff and landing specifically. What? Try that. And Us no, weeks. don't do it because <laughs> about five years ago, I realized like when I would buy Us Weekly for this purpose, I didn't know who the fuck 90% of the people were, and I was like, this isn't relaxing. Who are these people? <laughs> They're just... What is this for? Like, who is that? And we're like, all in Us Weekly, Megan. It's not. It was not good. Everyone is in Us Weekly. <laughs> <laughs> we're all reading different issues. Janet Jackson, 60 years old. Were you old. watching an old episode <laughs> of the Billboard Music Awards? She, she won the one uh, uh, lifetime achievement award. It did. Oh, yeah, she's sixty. Yeah, she's sixty. She did a melody of all of her shit, and you wouldn't. Oh you wouldn't know. She still got yeah. it. Benjamin Button's a fucking real man. Yeah, no, for real. Phenomenal. Oh yeah. She, she has had some assistance. Yeah, yeah. She said but some like, work though. Quality, you know, not that, that low key shit the B stars yeah. get, like, like no, the real stuff. Shit. Yeah. Like the, the real stuff. The Shadowrun, like, cyberware shit, man. Yeah, like, where she's literally injected with the embryonic fluid from Unicorn Babies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I've been having kind of a Janet Jackson renaissance lately. I think it's because I'm teaching these workout classes at my gym now, and I have to have, like, a new playlist for every class that I teach. And sometimes I feel like I'm scraping the bottom of the frickin' barrel, and I'm like, I don't know. But <laughs> I, I, I feel like 80s is always a safe bet for like our population because there are a lot of people who are like my age and a lot who are a little bit older so like 80s is good and Janet is freaking amazing Janet is really good it is, yeah so, I agree I agree Janet is phenomenal she deserves award but I can't believe she's 60 yeah what yeah that's uh yeah, we're so wave in those playlists Megan get some fevery corporation yeah, you know, here's the thing. Like for me personally, I I actually shy away uh, for most of the '80s music like channels uh, because I know they'll put in songs that I just loathe every time. Like I'll be like, oh man. Uh, she blinded me with science. Uh, cars. Here in my car. That song. Both of those, yeah, they just did not need it. Wait, what, what's the second one? Uh, cars, Gary Newman. Here in oh my, my car, I feel safest of all in cars. Oh, okay. no, yeah, yeah, no, that, I, uh, I thought you, you meant the cars. No, not the cars. No, they're good. Um, freeze frame. Cover band. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, wouldn't Tarps yeah. be a good name for a Cars cover band? <laughs> Why don't you fucking create one? <laughs> Great stuff. Great stuff. <laughs> I, the playlist I played this evening at my workout class was Ladies of the 80s. Oh, now see, that wouldn't be bad. Tiffany up in there. I had some Paula Abdul. Janet, Madonna, Pat Benatar, Evie Nicks, Blondie. Heart? Did you get Heart up in there? Oh, yeah. I didn't, no, I didn't, because most of them are too down-tempo for working out, but I have part on all my other playlists, actually. <laughs> I oh, actually quick, love part. Real quick video game story about maybe the reason why I like She Blame Science. One of my favorite games of this generation, Metal Gear Solid V, takes place in uh, 1982. 
and there are these oh. collectible cassette tapes that you could grab throughout Afghanistan that you the game takes place. And one of them is she blinded me with the science. And uh, when you call in the support helicopter to help you out during missions, you can choose, uh, you can customize the helicopter to play and blare music out of its bullhorns, like psychological warfare style. So I chose that tape. So like whenever I'd call in like an artillery strike or a pickup, I'd hear that song and everybody starts dying. And, <laughs> yeah. That's actually the appropriate <laughs> response. Yes. Yes. Oh, here's that song. Here comes the artillery fire to save me. <laughs> yes, I. That is the appropriate response: is uh, immediate death if you hear. <laughs> if you blinded me with I, I, you know, I just, I'm not a fan. I, I, I don't like, um, I don't like a lot of novelty songs. Oddly enough, I mean, you look at me and the way I mm-hmm. act, you'd be like, oh, this guy, this guy loves that. This no. guy knows Doctor. His favorite song is Purple. Or no, play. <laughs> Purple People Eater. Now, granted, I know all that shit. You know, I know it all. I've, I listened to fun rock ad nauseum. But when I was like in third grade, right. <laughs> so you know, so it's uh, you know, I can call it up for humor purposes. But like, would I ever, like, if I'm driving around, would I be like, YouTube, uh, play um, Witch Doctor? <laughs> no. No, if I were in a car with uh, Goldie, would, there's a 90% chance that that had happened. <laughs> yeah, I think I told you this story, but I was, in a, I was on a road trip once, and the guy, that uh, my friend who, uh, who was driving, I was looking at his iPod for music, and like he, he likes all that gay, fun music, and I don't either. I'm right there with you, man. So I'm like, is there anything on here that I can listen to? And I finally find Hard Knock Life by Jay-Z, and I'm like, yes! And so I take nope. it. I'm starting to jam to it. And it's the fucking Dr. Evil version of Goldsmith. I was so pissed. I was so quiet for that stretch of the road. I just did not. I was just, oh, I was like, oh that's great. Now, um, granted. I will say, yes. in front of your friends, it seems likely that he has children. <laughs> he does have a little girl, yes. There you go. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, Garrett doesn't have any children. <laughs> <laughs> and you he, you come over to his house and you. Children doesn't stop me from listening to like Baby I Got Your Money by ODB, which is Bibby's favorite song for the longest time. Well, that's because it's a that's a classic jam, and uh, you know, where it's like you know you go over to Garrett's house, you're sitting down, you're chilling, he's messing around on the Xbox or his media center, you know, and you're just like you're just kind of hanging out, and then suddenly it's the Chipmunks theme song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And uh, watch, yeah, like watch out, because here we are. It's been a while, but we're back in style. So when you feel like a star, (laughs) you know, it's just you're just like what? What? Oh, I thought you would like to hear it. (laughs) Like that. That's had a legit dance party to the Chipmunk movie soundtrack with my sister and her roommate with no children present in Portland. That's adorable. Not long ago. Not long ago. Um, <laughs> there's some good songs on that, that soundtrack. It, it's the a, girls of rock and roll, the boys of rock and roll, that's a good song. It is uh, a good song. I mean, it was 30 years ago. I'm, I'm sure it's still is. I'm sure. It holds up, I'm I sure. Think, I think it's good. It's good. <laughs> I, uh... <clears throat> so... Um, I don't know if you guys are aware, 
but I'm a huge fan of the Todd Glass Show. It's the reason I started doing this podcast, actually. Fun fact. Um, the because uh, he, you know, he. Had, well, I mean, his friends are all famous. <laughs> They're all com- traveling comedians. But I was like, man, when I get together <laughs> with my um, friends. No. <laughs> Fame is relative. Well, I'll say that. But uh the you know, so um they you know, they would sit around, they would talk, they would do like stupid little sketches and things, and I was like, Man, I could do that with my friends. I got I got witty friends. And so I started doing it and then in one episode they did um where you had to put your headphones on and um uh, you pick a song and you sing along with it. Uh, so no one else can hear you. So it's just you thinking you are singing along great. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, your head bones make you, they're basically your own sound studio. And so, you you know, how you sound in your head uh, yeah, is, yeah. Not, is not how you sound as a singer. And I was like, oh, man, that would be so much fun to do on the show, except... Wait, we're not doing that right now. No, we're not doing, we have no prop. I'm not springing in a... Is that a pop quiz? I'm ready. Let's do this. <laughs> right now. I, like, my karaoke song is Faith by Kirk Michael. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> something something quick and safe. I, I'll do... Ro, 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 your boat. Thank you. Uh, West End Girls by uh, Pet Shop Boys. What a cop out. Mm, talkie uh, song. But, uh, but you know, so I just thought it would be fun to do uh, some night, like if we did a bonus episode, you know, just throw on the old, everybody throws on their headphones at one point and sings along. You know, do the whole song. You just do, like, maybe, like, a minute, you know, just kind of see how... Uh, I it, love that idea. It breaks you out of, it kind of, you know, it breaks us out of our comfort zones. And though I really don't have... I just how terrible we actually <laughs> And also, I'd like to point out that to push me out of my comfort zone, you would have to like make me do this show outside. That's really like, like this is like I would be like, yeah, an outburger because I'd be like, I'm sorry, did all the Jack in the Boxes burn down? Where is the? Are there no Jack in the Boxes in Michigan? No. Yeah, that's right. They are a California based. No, thing. but I did finally. I, I live here and I have them, and like my association with them still is like. The E. coli. Yep, the <laughs> shit and the food. But they're all over that now. I'm still alive. Or. <laughs> I'm so sad. Yeah. Ed, what do you got? Love what do you got there? Nope. I'm looking at my keyboard, Nate. I'm just uh. Right there. Stop it. <laughs> All of my windows are refreshing. Are you dimming my screen? Yeah. <clears throat> oh man. So uh let's see, what else what else what else did I have? We hate Trump, we hate Trump, we hate... I'm just going through the show notes. <laughs> and uh why why everybody is bad. I just, um, I cannot, uh, I, I still can't wrap my head around this, is that, um, it is now, with, with the last shooting, we're at 18 shootings for 2018, is that correct? 18 school shootings, I believe? Yeah. I, I lost yeah. count. Uh, and, so, we're not 
we're not six months into the year. We're not halfway through. Wait, school shootings. School shootings, let's specify. Yeah. 18 school shootings. 18 school shootings. And I just, I cannot fathom. Like, even the biggest, gunziest gun nut can't, at this point can't be like, y'all, you know what? Maybe this is too many. <laughs> <laughs> like no, well, you, it's still it's still not a hundred percent omission that it needs to change, but just like, just be like, you know what? Now that I've seen on paper, I think this might be getting out of hand. <laughs> like even just that, if I could get that, I would be like, ah, oh, cracking the wall. But the, the governor of Texas, who was like, clearly what we need is fewer exits. Yep, that one I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed that one. <laughs> and yeah. every fire marshal in America was just like, What? <laughs> what are you saying? Uh, yeah, it was... <laughs> you know, it's like, what are you, the principal from Lean on Me? You're going to chain all the doors <laughs> shut? <laughs> what is going on here? No. School, yeah. school shootings on the low. School fires on the rise. <laughs> Hey, what yeah. if a grizzly bear comes to school? The teachers should be armed. You know, you know what the teachers should be armed uh, with AR-15s. No, you know what? Arm them with hunting rifles, because then we can kill that bear meat and use it for our school lunches. For the school lunch program for free and lunch. For free, you know, they can eat bear meat regardless of the, the the health of the bear, because you can just eat any meat that you shoot. I've never shot an animal, so I can just. Assume that's how it works. You shoot it, you get to eat it. That's the rule. Raccoons. Um, possum. Leave it, to, leave it to the white man to make a blanket longer by cutting the top off and sewing it to the bottom. That is my fucking favorite quote because I hate daylight savings time. It's so convenient for Ed to disconnect from his white hat. He really plays that card whenever he wants to. <laughs> <laughs> Especially how he's smoking his bowl out of the fucking same pipe that the guy who bought the from the guy who bought the Mogwai from in Gremlins. <laughs> this is Lord Stanis No, actually, no, I, I stand correct. That was actually the thing you were using the light with. Is what it looked like you would have used, like that long ass oh, yeah. wick. This is weed wick. No. <laughs> you, uh, Explain why you use it. You use it. Instead of directly holding a butane lighter to the smoke, and it results in a smoother, better draw rather than taking in that right. putrid butane. That whoa! Uh, I sell butane and butane accessories. Putrid <laughs> flavor. Not not. <laughs> I like. I'm a fan of butane and butane-related products. <laughs> Just don't like having it in my mouth much. That way you taste the meat, not the heat. Mm. No, I, uh, I just, I just, I, I can't wrap my head around it anymore. Like, it's not a question of, like, being, you know, because I'm from, you know, we're, we're all from we the UB, and, and, I, and I lived in northern Michigan, you know, it's like, I, I, I don't want to take away any guns. I don't want to, I don't want to literally go to the door and collect them into a, bring out your guns! Bring out your guns! It's been to the point that to, to, to put it to, to tie it all back to previous shit. Being like being for gun rights is pretty much 
further down than where being an NFL fan is these days. Oh my god! And yeah. About two, three years from now, NFL fans are going to be right down there with pro gun supporters. As in, you can't possibly be into this anymore and not be a piece of shit as a person. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's because people ruin it for everybody else. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's what it all boils down to. You're a piece of shit if you do. You know, like. That's happened. It's not, you know, I, yeah, I was in the Army for six years. I get it, man. I, I like the smell of gunpowder. I like I like guns. I like taking them apart and putting them back together. I like shooting them. They're cool. But I ain't going to own one. And I'll never advocate for anybody to ever own one. And if anybody disagrees with me, they're stupid and wrong. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Just straight up, not even like, not even kidding anymore. It's uh, not even about me being smart. It's about them being dumb. Well, I mean, again, coming from a place where people use them for hunting food, it's one thing to have. We're not talking about hunting rifles here. No one's talking about That's. But but you said all guns. If you own guns, but now if you own assault rifles, or if you own like like nobody who hunts needs to own a three fifty seven Magnum. Anybody no. who's worth having this discussion with knows I'm not talking about that. Right. I mean, that, that, this is the exact line of attack a pro-gun enthusiast is like, Oh, all guns? <laughs> but not all guns are bad. Why don't we just make a law against no. murders then? Oh, that's, wait. That's, yeah, that is the stupid that I'm referring to. Mm. I just want to clear that up for the people who listen, because then they're like, but where, but the, the area you talk about so much has so many gun users. So much guns. I really like the shock people here where I live. By telling them that I grew up literally with probably like five to seven rifles stored under my childhood bed. My canopy bed with like the white frilly canopy underneath it had five or seven. Well, you know, that was because your parents were doomsday preppers. A lot of people don't know that. It was, it was, it was eight. Eight rifles and thirty cases of cat food. We're all under mega. Now, how do I know that? Let's not go there. Um, <laughs> she told me. You get your mind out of the gutter. The uh, but hey, I heard. <clears throat> well, actually, I want to do this. Giblet, you got those brain ticklers? I do. Oh no. Oh yes. Hold on, I gotta get to the spot. Uh, I do I love. I love. What? Oh, eating jerky. Eating eating jerky. That's the name of your comedy album. Mm -hmm. Maggie Malone, colon, eating jerky. It's a Netflix special. I have to leave Axel Missouri, by the way. I don't know what that means. (laughs) And, uh, alright, so let's hear a little tickler. That's us! I say make the ball! All right, Maggie. Choose a number one through sixty-six. Sixty-nine isn't an option. Yeah, that was last no, week. Megan, I have to think of three more. <laughs> Thirty-nine. 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 How much money would it take you to give up cheese for one year? Oh my God. Because and how much my baby, my daughter, had a dairy sensitivity, and I was uh, her, and I had to fucking give it up, and it was torture. But my wife had to do the same thing. Of my child, 
There's no amount of money that I would give up to you. What? No. Come okay. on. Okay. All right. I've done it, so I can't do anything. Yeah. Mm. I give you with, um, 500 bucks. 500 bucks. No way. For a year? <laughs> For a year? Way more. Um, You've already done it, so I'm not giving you more than 500 $10,000. <laughs> I think I think ten thousand is pretty pretty nice. That's it's pretty low like ball. Because you're talking like no pizza. You're talking no like are you talking dairy or just cheese? Just cheese is what the question is. Oh yeah, no, no. The question is cheese. Name is right. Yes. The question is cheese. So just so cheese and really cheese. But really, to me, cheese is the most compelling part of dairy. So yeah, I'm I'm sick with ten grand. I'm... How about okay? But you've done it before, so you know that you can, and you've done it. For less, just to help yourself. <laughs> for less. How about how about five grand? How about five? I didn't realize that we had the banker here. Uh... Well, the question. Is, I, I mean, I, I don't think I wrote the question fully, but the minimum of. Can I put it in my secret bank account? It's yeah. It's tax <laughs> free. The money is on you. It's in small unmarked bills. Yeah. I'll give you five thousand in cash. To give up cheese for you. Theoretically. Okay. Okay. Deal. Five thousand. Okay. Nate? Two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Honestly, I'd probably I'd I'd do it for like twenty five grand. Twenty five grand. Yeah. Twenty five grand. No, not twelve. It's still because here's the thing, uh it's a lot of protein. It's one of the few proteins I still eat. Why did you give me so much shit and you're not giving him any shit? He's a guy. And also, I never, what? I didn't do it for you. Actually, uh, I did cut back substantially. I can cut you down to five. I want to see how low they can go. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. So your your counter offer was twelve thousand. My yes. counter offer is now thirty thousand. Do not try to lowball me. <laughs> it is, uh, I see you cannot be reasonable. <laughs> because why are you like part of the like vegan cheese mafia? Like why do you want to give up cheese? Because Ed is lactose intolerant. Cheese is like a really important and awesome food. So uh, I want to know to get you off it. Yeah, I was trying to think like in a in a weekly basis. I actually like I don't think about it, but when I look back over what I eat at my house, oh my God. we well, eat a lot of cheese. I mean, every Friday is Pizza Friday, so... Nachos? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tacos. Uh, Burgers. Hot Pockets? <laughs> None of yeah. it is the same without cheese. I can nice. honestly say I have not eaten a Hot Pocket in almost a, 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 at least a year. <laughs> but, hot Pockets uh, are delicious for breakfast. Most of my body weight is hot. Oh, breakfast. No. Yeah. Almonds? Get, yeah. Uh, shelled... <laughs> Shelled sunflower seeds. <laughs> I haven't seen I've used sunflower seeds in quite a while. I don't know if you, are they're you over there. They're they're over there in the in the sea. I remember about area. two years ago watching this podcast once, and you're just eating sunflower yeah, just, seeds like with this food. <laughs> just mowing them down. I, then, I'm pretty sure that might be my most infamous moment on Funniest Guy Work. <laughs> that moment. More than anything I've ever said or done has been referenced so many times. It's it like so, uh, it was memorable. Oh yeah, like so, even even I've people had, who I've like had, watch I've the show. I've had drunk breakdowns on Facebook that have gotten less attention than yeah. any 
soberly and gingerly eating a small bowl of sunflower seeds. I'm getting messages fruit. on Facebook. Wait, like, this is a long time what, ago. what was he eating? What was he eating this in was, that bowl? This was three years ago. Yeah. <laughs> three years. Three years, Jerry. That's two years and six months more than people should be talking about. <laughs> I remember being like, I need someone to make him dinner. Somebody. <laughs> So, well, you know, sometimes I get Uber Eats, you know, and I'll get like a chicken sandwich. I'm like, Dad, come visit, man. I'll make you, I'll make you a crock pot full of chicken and dumplings, man. Get to get you some home cooking. You're eating sunflower I, I, seeds. I don't, I don't get shamed out of doing things very often, but that I've never done that since. <laughs> you eating sunflower seeds on camera? Yes. No. Because you say you still have them. Because. <laughs> If anything, I've graduated up to a trowel now. A trowel? Just like a <laughs> Like a like a, a trough? I just shovel it in. So I have to go in like fifteen minutes, so I want to do my mad lib. Okay, we'll do your mad lib. That's it. Oh, don't sound so excited, Nate. Yeah, we'll do your mad lib. <laughs> It's gonna be fun. I'm sure. I'm sure it'll be great. I love Mad Libs. They, they're right, just simply on. the best. The All right, for one second. All right. All right, all right, all right. Ed, how much do you hate Mad Libs? <laughs> hey, Nate. Yeah. What are you drinking? <laughs> hey, funny you should ask. Uh, I'm actually drinking uh, off-brand store Diet Seven Up. Ooh, what's it called? I love the generic names. Twist Up. Twist Up, yeah. Twist Up, a little Walmart brand. It was 77 cents. Nice. <laughs> I was like, this will provide uh, thirst quenching for this podcast. <laughs> that will be adequate liquid refreshment for this evening. And it is, because it's almost fucking gone. So it went down <laughs> like water. That's for sure. Oh, man. I want to see a whole display rack of those be sh- like blown up in an action scene in a movie. <laughs> Giant twist everywhere. I never thought of you could about whether or not you should. <laughs> there you go, Garrett. Raptors. You know what? I, I think we could save my bad list for another time. Why would you do? Uh, because I want to make sure that we have time. <laughs> I want to make sure they have plenty of time for it. All right, we're going to put a pin in it. Tomorrow. <laughs> Another episode. Are we having another show tomorrow? Tomorrow night, another show. Ah, uh, that wouldn't be so bad. It's the, it's the Wacky Maglibs special. Oh, Maglibs. Nice. Maglibs. Oh, I'm loving it. All right, okay. And now I just got to go to Booth. Oh, jeez. Goodbye, Megan. Are you still here? Oh, are you still here? Still here? I thought you said you were okay. leaving. I thought you said you were no, going. No, I have to go in like... In like oh, I have to go in like 15 minutes. 15 minutes, yeah. okay. All right. Uh, so, uh, Ed, while we were talking, he asked me what I was drinking, and I said I was drinking yes. uh, Diet uh, Twist Up. Oh, the Twist. I twist Up. Yeah. Twist Up. Um, and they yeah. actually have to pay a lot of money to Chubby Checker every time I... Uh, <laughs> I buy one of those, but uh, <laughs> but uh, Megan, since you're leaving soon, what are you drinking? I'm drinking a fine California Chardonnay, Noma Coutre. Noma Coutre. Out of 
a Starbucks cup so that I don't look too suspicious while drinking in my sure. car. Sure. We've all done it. In the Sheraton parking lot. Um, it's, it's a little oaky, not super buttery. Kind of, it, it would pair nicely with some seared fish. You know something? <laughs> you know something? I watched and Adam <laughs> ruins everything. And I heard all this wine talk is phony baloney. A lot of it is. I am they actually they they that. took two table wines, put one in a fancy bottle and put one in a, in yeah. a cheap looking bottle, put it in front of a bunch of wine snobs, and they panned yeah. the table wine bottle and talked about how great the regular wine bottle was. And then they were like, aha, screw yeah. you, Xlax. You know, and they're like, that's not how that expression like, went. People do shit like that. I just, this is my response, right? Because, like, like, on the one hand, like, of course, of course, everybody fucking knows that, right? You can do that with anything. If I were really into shares, you could talk up some no shares downstairs as, <laughs> like, some more fictional no. thing. No, no, like, oh, dude. You can't. nice on my... No, you know what a cheap chair feels like. You've sat on cheap furniture where you're just like, oh my god, this is, is this going to break while well, I'm sitting on it right now? I will say this. I will say that I, having lived in wine country now for like a long fucking time, twelve years, um, at least no, fourteen years. Oh god, fourteen years. Fourteen um, years. I can identify like a dirt cheap wine for sure. Like mm. two buck chuck. Did you get that? I don't there? know. Like I know. <laughs> and then, again, you know, I, okay, fine disclaimer. Like there is such a thing as good wine and bad wine. I'm not saying yeah. that. I'm yeah. saying the, the gradualness between it. You, right. The three of us are all between a $20 bottle of wine and a $150 bottle of wine is like minuscule. Yes, in, in the three of us, we are all learned in the arts of marketing, so we know oh. the importance of, of 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 presentation and yeah. sale, all that stuff. So it's so yeah, yeah. Of scarcity, all of that. Yeah, the long like, con part of the wine industry, but yeah. legitimately, like two buck chuck tastes a lot shittier than a twenty dollar bottle. I'll agree. Like, I mean, that uh, is a big difference. Just like uh, is not that much. Money. My natty daddies. You know that I the the swill that I would cause you know just guzzle all the time, which are a dollar a can. Yeah. Tastes significantly worse than even something like a Bud Light, which right. is like three dollars a can. It's the same thing. It's like the same <clears throat> price differential. Yeah. <clears throat> you know. And however, though, <clears throat> some craft beers just taste like garbage. They're just not good. Yeah. Just because it's my home. Yeah. It's just because it's an artisanal beer doesn't mean I'm going to sit here and uh, fillet it to everybody. Oh, man, have you tried this Riesling R- Rumrod 3000? Oh, my God, it's so good. It kind of tastes like what would happen if you drank beer in a lawn chair and then an angel gave you a blowy. <laughs> I'll have yeah. two. <laughs> Can I get a growler on that? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> no, but uh, so you're drinking the wine now, Eddie. What I'm are you drinking? The wine in the car. Eddie, what are you? What are you drinking? Let me see. I what are you drinking? It's it's open what here, you? Nate. <laughs> I am having what the kids call a dirty sprite. Ah, nice. Oh. Wait though. Sprite with some tequila in it. Yeah, actually, 
a dirty sprite is what we used to call that. Poor man's margarita. Yeah, we we call it dirty sprite with uh, dirty sprite with sprite and um, uh, fireball. Yeah, but tequila is Nuzul Blanco. Yeah, you got yourself. You got yourself your downtown margarita, man. A little lime, a little tequila. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> That's what I'm drinking. <laughs> Great. Because, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Wednesdays are the best days for tequila. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of someone who has drank a lot of tequila on a Wednesday, that's where I invented the, uh, the dirty rattlesnake. The Smiths. Every day is like Sunday, and therefore, tequila is a good choice any day. Oh, man. It's like Wednesday up here. <laughs> and here it's always Friday, motherfuckers. Shot. <laughs> Somebody, that's a guy who really loves TGI Fridays. <laughs> that's my new <laughs> character, where he like just quotes it on the street. <laughs> that, that was us back at the day. <laughs> I, I that's, like, that's like the companion show to this is us is that was us that was it's, really depressing. it's, it's it, like just montages of you having a really good time when you're in your 20s yeah you're doing things and you're just like oh, I can't believe how broke I am I only went to the movies three days this week <laughs> see, see that one I would watch <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Like, uh, my wife and I, I will that do that would be more realistic than This Is Us. I will not watch This Is Us again because it is a, um, a show that makes you cry, and crying is banned. So. <laughs> I stopped watching This Is Us as soon as I found out how Jack died and, like, I got what I came for. I'm done. <laughs> All right. I can walk away. <laughs> uh, my, my, my story has been resolved. Uh, yeah. So, um, now you're drinking... Uh, the downtown margarita, and yes, yes. you are uh, you're smoking uh, Whimmy Wham Wham Wazzle. That's a sativa. <laughs> Today's uh, silver aviator. And tell us about the shirt you're wearing. I don't remember that one. It is a simple green shirt. <laughs> there is no story. That's all there is to say. I, I really wish that you hadn't asked because there's nothing to say. <laughs> and now I've got to try and say something. To make oh. this question, <laughs> hey, yeah, you got a green shirt on there. Oh. I do, I do. It's a very green shirt. Man, I just, I, 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 anyway, I washed on. recently. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> still smells, still smells. Cl- washed recently, still I smells clean. I think that might be someone else's shirt. Why would you think that? Megan, <laughs> just a hunch. <laughs> yeah, don't yeah. You, don't all your shirts have things on them? As it so happens, I borrowed this shirt from a friend. <laughs> anyway, continue. Uh, all right. <laughs> so uh, you know, you coaxed the story out of me. Here you go. I'm borrowing it from my ex-wife's boyfriend. Because I was hanging out over there, and I was all sweaty from walking over there, and I wanted a different shirt, so I grabbed one of his shirts, and then I wore it back here the next day, and now I washed it so I give it back to him, but now I'm wearing it, so I'm now you're, wash it. Now you got to do another <laughs> wash. I was going to say, have you been wearing it since Sunday? That's, yeah. <laughs> that was, that was, uh, Megan's here on my screen. Is, it is an exceptionally comfy shirt. Oh, that's good. 
good. Well, comfy that's comfy. nice. That's nice that it's so comfy. I just, I'm just saying, it's only fair to discuss your shirt. We already discussed me. Yeah, my, my sweet golden girl shirt. Got another one that says squad on it. Squad goals. We also discussed your shirt. Yes, or the lack thereof. When you were taking off your sweatshirt. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, again, <laughs> if you donate to our Patheon, uh, you will get... robing level. You will get a video of today's show. Currently $200 a month. $200. It's going to be pretty disappointing. Hmm. It's, it's I have the beholder, Megan. Yes, you've already heard how I'm wearing just a plain green shirt. And <laughs> I am, not yeah. quite detailed about it. I am, uh, I'm wearing a shirt with a uh, 30-year-old sitcom uh, about a bunch of uh, senior citizen ladies. And I've had two kids, so you can choose whoever you want to just bring yes. on you. <laughs> and I'm slightly sunburned because uh, <laughs> I, I went back to the tanning beds. And I oh, thought, you did? Yeah. I love it. Uh, I, well, I'm, I'm burning a little bit on the parts of my body which normally get no sun ever, like the sides of my body. <laughs> and so I'm like a nice pink on my, like, so when I walk, because I always walk very jaunty. No, <laughs> but I just like move you a certain way. Sometimes. It depends on where I'm walking or what I'm walking to. Like, if I'm walking, uh, if I'm trying to walk in the cool, uh, then, you know, um, I'll be like, I'll do the Stone Cold Steve Austin theme, or uh, or I'll think of um, uh, the Bee Gees when John Travolta is walking down the street. Yeah. That's <laughs> my personal theme song. Except I like the cake version in my head. Well, Megs, it was great seeing you, and uh, we'll uh, catch up with you uh, next time you're on the show, which is never. Goodbye. I mean, I'm not saying I like it better. I'm just saying I like it for me. Reading Rainbow. Oh, I didn't know. If she's going, I'm going, because I actually like the cake version more, too. Oh, I didn't realize I was getting ambushed. I feel like Tom Selleck on the Rosie O'Donnell show right now. Oh, my God. I am I am just being blindsided. I thought we were having a friendly show, and just... Uh, wait a second. Didn't they cover I Will Survive? Yeah, that's actually what I was doing. Oh, no, you're right. That's not Stan Alive. <laughs> what were you guys talking about? I was referring to Stan Alive. I was talking about uh, I Will Survive. I Will Survive. Yeah. Um, you're probably right. That was totally <laughs> All right. I'll allow it then, because that is a superior I version. By, I stand by the statement that has now been unmade. <laughs> I mean, nice no, you guys. I have to commit suicide. <laughs> you have to commit bukkake. Bukkake. What? No. <laughs> uh, she said it. She said it. <laughs> I feel like this whole show has been an elaborate setup for me to just say bukkake. <laughs> 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 it's, uh, it's the long con, you fall folks. On your sword, you must commit bukkake. <laughs> <laughs> if you fall on your sword, you must. That's what she said. <laughs> and, uh, okay. Oh. All right. All right. Enjoy your blue apron meal. What? <laughs> your blue apron dinner. You're gonna make blue apron dinner. 
I'm, good, I'm totally going to make Louie for dinner. I'm going to go home and people are going to be like, where have you been this whole time? What is wrong with you? Why are you failing us all the time? You suck as a mother and a wife. I'll be like, you know what? And you'll be like, oh, I'm sorry. Did you forget to know how to turn on an oven? And yeah. then... And then you'll open up the turkey, you'll open up the oven, and you're like, hey, listen, bitch, the turkey goes in here, so get to you know step what? in. And then just. I always, I always start. draw an extreme blank when it comes to my check it out. Like, I know ahead of time that this will be part of my responsibility. As, as <laughs> yes. I, I always, like, a deer in the headlights when it comes to check it out. But, thanks to you, Nate, I'm going to say you should check out blue frickin' apron because it has changed my life. Changed my life. Because I don't have to think about it. And I will follow them. And it will be and delicious. And if you want a free blue apron, just hit me up. And I will provide it because I have a million free Now, um, do they have do they have pizza rolls? Because I'm not going to waste blue apron if my kids ain't going to eat it. Uh, I'll take a Hot Pockets. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, basically, my children only eat macaroni and cheese. But for the rest of us, like, I mean... By that I mean myself and my husband. Blue apron is great. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's a. <laughs> for two adults who aren't so picky, I recommend Blue Apron. <laughs> no, but it's a good idea. I uh, my neighbor gets it. Uh, her and her daughter, no. they're adults, and they they it's, get it a lot. It's it's and you can get like the family pack, which has kind of more family friendly recipes, which I have not gotten because it's not fancy. That worth it. I live with who wants everything to be fancy. Fancy? But we won't talk about that now. Ugh. But. Can we have an episode um, where we do? Because dinner ain't supposed to be fancy. It's supposed to be delicious. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Just tell them you're done. You ain't cooking. I'm telling you. you open up the oven. Food before starvation sets in. They can think about. Open the time. oven, say, the turkey goes in here, and look at him, like, dead in the eyes, and then say, get to step in, and then just walk the F out, and just be like, in, done. In a forthcoming episode, I will discuss what happens when I say, I'm not doing it anymore, but that was another other story. Oh, boy, there's a teaser. <laughs> Stay tuned this summer. Stay tuned well, this summer. If you need anybody to attest to your character in court, Nate and I will definitely. Oh, oh yeah, she guys. totally disrobed on camera, and I see that Eventually, Megan is just a wonderful girl. Just okay, bye. Bye. Bye, friends. Bye. Uh, Megan is oh, just a wonderful gosh. person. Oh Jesus. Just. She's just so nice. If only she'd stop oh. drinking in public. If only... <laughs> Are you going to be able to edit all those farts out? Uh, all those farts out. Oh, you devil. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> man, alive. This has been a good episode. Good call. You said it was going to be a good Why episode today. It's unfortunate that the live streaming feature... I'll tell you... Not- 
that's been that's been a thing lately. Have you noticed the last few weeks? It's been it has really been sticking in the craw. Yeah, I think uh, I think uh, something to do with probably like servers and high level internet shit going on like at the regional level maybe or just wonkiness on Facebook's part. I yeah, don't know. I think it's mostly Facebook. But, you know, they're changing and plus they're changing the algorithm again. And uh, so it's like, why? Why try to do this live? I love the feedback. I love the live feedback. But it's, I mean, if it's not going to (laughs) work, I don't have any live feedback tonight, you know? So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you ever, I mean, dude, you know, I'll follow your lead, man. If you ever want to change up formats or use a different thing, you want to try out Twitch or go back to Google Hangouts or something. Yeah. Yep. Now, does Twitch, is Twitch alright? Because, I mean, like, I know that's mostly for gaming, I understand. It is mostly for gaming, but they have uh, they ha- they have not gaming sections. Yeah, because they also, like, stream, like, you can stream, like, the entire series of uh, um, Sanford and Son and, like, old Doctor Who. It's just, like, I was like, whoa. What, on Twitch? Yeah. Oh, weird. I didn't know you could even yeah, it was like, um, well, you know, because I follow a lot of classic TV stuff and everything, and they were just like, oh, you want to watch classic Doctor Who? Well, starting May 29th, it's available on Twitch. And I'm like, available? <laughs> Do I have to, like, tune in at certain times in order to watch the episode I want? Like, how does that even work? But... I do love streaming well, no, television. Probably how it works for the show is that you can watch them, you know, like you could on Hulu. And in addition to that, they'll probably like be streaming like a rotation or something too. Oh man, that'd so be kind of fun. Playing, or yeah, or watch whatever you want specifically. Yeah, because I'm I'm looking forward to that uh, Doctor Who special that's coming out in um, June, uh, where they're going on the big screen. I think that's going to be a really good uh, experience. I would I really want to go see that. I haven't had anybody be like, oh, me too. But you know, I'm also not surprised because it's like super old Doctor Who. You know, <laughs> Tom Baker Doctor Who. It's not like it's not like I'm asking anybody to go watch a David Tennant one, you know. And uh I'm just trying to I'm just pouring the last of my soda here because I'm lame. Right. Um but yeah, the uh I, I, that's a big thing. And uh so um Ed now we've talked about this on the show before. Uh like I said yeah. I downloaded a Mass Effect Andromeda. Uh, I got yeah. it on sale, and um, I'm not gonna lie, the um, the writing isn't as good. <laughs> it is not like the gameplay is, you know, it's not yeah, reinventing yeah, the wheel. Yeah, mostly there. Uh, but like when, <laughs> like the story, like at first I was real excited, you know, like they were like, oh, you know, you can make your own family, you know, you kind of, kind of, kind of, you know customize things a little bit more in that aspect of the story to create a richer story and I was yeah. like man I really would have liked it if I could have uploaded my shepherd to appear in the shepherd flashback flashbacks and you can't <laughs> so I was like well that's dumb so now I have to use that weird muscly stock uh, shepherd the one yeah. that appears on the game covers and then also um like the stories are like so simplistic they're like late high school early college creative writing uh subplots you know the side quests and i was just like man what what's going on with the character (laughs) like these characters are like everybody looks so bland 
and uh, I mean I'm gonna complete it because I do love it, and I and I and I have high hopes that it'll that'll get better as the story progresses. Um, I may be let down, but I can't give up on it because I I loved the original trilogy so much. You know. Oh yeah, the original trilogy is some of the best role-playing video games ever made. So good. So good. Um, but it was, you know, at the end it was pretty disappointing. So, um, and then well, my, yeah, I, my, I, hope it gets I, I bailed quickly on it. But uh, I do, I did enjoy the multiplayer aspect of it. I, uh, now what is I it? Time, multiplayer. What do you it's do? A, what's that? What do you do in the multiplayer? It is this, did you play it in three? Uh, no, I've never played any of the multiplayers because I didn't really know anyone who was playing it at the time that I was playing it. You oh, know? Yeah, no, I, I just play it randomly online with, uh, with whoever, with just randos. And uh, the way it works, it's cooperative, uh, wave-based defense where you have to defend like a certain point on the map against hordes of incoming monsters, for, for you know, whether it's the Geth or uh, other alien factions or whatever, various bad guys. And then... Um, you have a persistent character who's separate from from single player, who levels up and gains special abilities, and you can customize their equipment layout and everything. And uh, it's it's super addictive. Uh, it's pretty hard on purpose because it's co-op, so you're not killing each other. So it's got to be hard to be interesting. So more often than not, I've failed miserably, but it's <laughs> always a lot of fun. Nice. Well, I mean, I just. Uh... I'm not real into that style of co-op. I would like to, I'd really like to experience if, like, we could all agree to buy a game. Like oh, a, yeah, that would be Like a Grand Theft Auto or the new oh. Red Dead or this Anthem game that's coming out, you know, and, like, and then we could all play together and we, you know, we'd all be at the same level. Yeah, and I, well, did Dino follow through on getting you Monster Hunter World? That might be a valid game. Uh, no, I didn't ask about it because, you know, it's not really my... Yeah, it's not really my wheelhouse, but if he's serious about getting it for you and he does, then that would be a great campaign. That is so what, that's what he I, said. He, yeah, he's it's, real it's high a game on it. Time for co-op, so it's it's it would it would go very well, and he likes it and I like it. So as long as you kind of like it, you should do it. <laughs> nice, nice. Well, let's check it out for you folks. Some uh, online gaming. Yeah, check that one out. Cho- choices, um, and uh, also. Uh, but yeah, the, what I was saying uh, earlier on the show, when we talked about um, in the pre-show before uh, the audio kicks in here, uh, which will be this show only this week. <laughs> but um, what are you drinking? Yeah, the, I'm like, oh wait, there is. We're not live. The uh, as I'm staring at my cell phone. The um, uh, so Anchor uh, does allow you to po to to do podcasts with multiple people but they put a hard limit of 15 minutes and even on my own my own show runs about 10 to 11 minutes right so right. i mean that would be that would be like get in get out yeah like we are going to spend the next 10 15 minutes talking about the tv series uh uh till death go <laughs> go, go, go. <laughs> you get 7.5 minutes, I get 7.5 minutes, we say goodbye. Uh, you know, I think that would be, that'd be like a race against time that I don't think that any of us can handle. We're, we're all orators. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, here as we're winding down, and I think, you know, might as well do the descent here. We're at that point. Um, 
So, what should I check out, or we, as in the viewing audience or listening audience uh, this week, uh, should check out in the week to come? Here is something interesting. Do you remember the uh, the old Shadowrun game for Super Nintendo? Absolutely. Uh, they they made a re a Kickstarter funded reboot of that game. I believe it came out in 2015, which yeah. I have been playing and is my current check it out. It's called the, the the title is Shadowrun Returns. It's available for PC and Mac. Uh, it is an indie game, and the graphics are basically just an HD version of the Super Nintendo game. Yeah, they're so reshaded. Really, yeah, so really anything works. <laughs> anything that runs Windows 7 should be able to run it. And it's uh, it plays like a much more true to Shadowrun version of that game. Like you uh, you choose if you want to be a street samurai or a decker or whatever, and you get all your equipments and buy new spells if you're a mage. And, you also have to hire other Shadowrunners to help you as you progress through the plot, which is surprisingly well written. Uh, it's a it's a noirish whodunit that has you tracking a serial killer that turns into a conspiracy of something bigger. It's uh, and it's all you know Shadowrun trappings. Everyone's calling each other Chummer, and there's orcs and trolls and shit. And I still uh, use I still use the word Chummer in my in my lexicon. What's that? I still say oh, Chummer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is a it's a it's a fun little game, very old school, but kind of in a new way. So, you know, you ever get a chance to check it out and do it, Shadowrun nice. Returns. There are it's actually uh, there are two sequels to it, Shadowrun Dragonfall and Shadowrun Hong Kong. I have not played either of those yet. I've only now these are for purchase or just or, or down. You gotta download or you can download them for free. Yeah, you they, they are for purchase. They uh, the second one costs fifteen. So I imagine the first one is probably ten or fifteen itself to to pay. They're they're yeah again they're indie games. They're very low low budget compared. They're, they're not the AAA shit that I'm normally playing. No no Overwatch here. It's a real basic like isometric style gaming. It looks like it could have been something that came out in like the early 2000s. But it's, it's but the gameplay is phenomenal. Turn based tactical combat. You know spray your Uzi three and then cast your fireball and all that shit. Mm. Nice. That does have fun. Uh, now, in the video game tip for me, uh, I don't have a game to recommend, but I have a, a funny story. Um, aside from Andromeda, I got Metal Gear Solid Five. It's the game with gold. Oh yeah, that was, that was a game with gold. Yeah. And so I let my my oldest son know. I was like, hey, man, games with gold. Um, Metal Gear Solid Five. And you know, like you like the sneaking games of like Assassin's Creed. You know, you'll, you'll check this out. You know. And he's like, all right. And so I'm in here in my office. I'm working on uh, my T-shirt designs and um, my own personal T-shirt designs. Not for the show. Like, literally, sh shirts for me to wear as if I am a wrestler. <laughs> like, wearing my own shirts places. Like, Hulkamania, Nate Star, you know. Uh, Nadermania, yes. Yeah, <laughs> Mania. And, uh, but yeah, so... Um, so I'm working on some designs, and my oldest son comes in, and he sits down, and he's like, Dad, I, I, I watched the intro to Metal Gear Solid Five, And he's like, it it disturbed me. <laughs> and I was like... It's really weird. <laughs> and I was like, really? What? I didn't impress him for any details, because I want to give him, like, PTSD. I was like, well, you know, man, it is M for Mature. And he's like, yeah. Really mature. 
<laughs> so I haven't gone back to watch it yet. I haven't had a chance to sit down and, and play and just to watch the intro of what yeah. I accidentally exposed my 10-year-old son to. But, dude, uh, dude I, I played the whole plot of the main game, and I still am not entirely clear what's going on in that <laughs> intro. It is really fucked up. Uh, yeah, it's... I mean, the game is not at all like that. After, I mean, there are a couple of disturbing things like that afterwards, but for the most part, it's it's almost like the game designer is like, how badly do you want to play this? Fucked up shit. Oh, I see. So it was designed by Goldie. <laughs> yeah, it does kind of. Feel be, like oh, you want to play this game? Then you must sit through my intro. <laughs> like in his version, it would just be like this dark soundstage. And then, like a flat, like a spotlight is beaming down on him, and he's sitting just in a chair. And then he starts to tell every story he's ever imagined yeah. for fifteen minutes. <laughs> now, if you make yeah. it through that, you get a great, amazing third-person adventure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but no one has ever made it. This, this man talks for fifteen minutes. <laughs> it's like it's like that horror house where they, you know, it's so nightmarish that no one's ever made it all the way to the end. Yeah. Or them ghost peppers that you're not supposed to eat without signing a waiver. Yes. Yeah. God, those ones. That 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 kind of thing makes me mad. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, well, first of all, the horror house. I'm like, is it because everyone is screaming at you? Because <laughs> it's just a bunch of hillbillies and rubber masks. I mean, because I I like watch some clips of like some of those horror houses and they're just like getting your face and screaming. I'm like, this isn't scary. It's just rude. <laughs> like, at, at worst, it's stressful. Yeah, it's unpleasant. I'm not scared. I'm annoyed, and I'm. You should advertise like this is the world's most unpleasant house. <laughs> A house of unpleasantry. You are in hell now. Ah, ah, ah. Easy. Ah, do you, do you realize how much damage you can do to a person's ear from yelling? Can you back up a little bit, please? Like, we don't like this guy. He don't get scared enough. Well, you're not scaring me, sir. Sir, excuse me. Uh, gentlemen, gentlemen in the uh, the burlap sack with eye holes cut out. Can you <laughs> can you explain to me how that's scary? What's scary about that? <laughs> just, just yeah, really, just, <laughs> just pick apart the guy. Like everybody, like feels real bad, and they they actually quit <laughs> the haunted house. They're like, maybe we are. Maybe we are just a bunch of fucking hacks. We're done here. Get close it down, everybody. Like all the house lights come back. And I'm just trying to scare some people, and instead I get a lecture and change my whole goddamn life. All right. Uh, but anyway, um, I check it out. Um, I've mentioned Kevin James has got a new special. Um, uh and I watched the, the we, we talked about the Mulaney special I'm trying to think because we've talked about so many great comedy specials um, <clears throat> yeah a lot of cool shit to check out these past couple of weeks uh, the latest episode of The Simpsons was kind of weird it was uh, an unusual homage to, to an older film I can't remember what movie I, was, I just remember thinking why why are they homaging this right now <laughs> <laughs> well now i have to go back and watch five that years ago. i uh i was uh, the family guy this week was kind of flat for me for the season oh finale. yeah i didn't like family i found it kind of 
mean-spirited, like, but not funny mean-spirited, like their normal mean-spirited stuff. Right, right, funny but, you know, mean but fun, no, funny but mean, where yeah, this like, week is mean funny but funny. True. This yeah. one felt almost more like butt-hurtedness. <laughs> yeah, it's just... Like one of the writers got spurned by a millennial or something. Yeah, but however, I did really like the part where he's at Fuddruckers, and he's just getting, like, nightmarishly... He's like, oh, I'm putting the keys in there. <laughs> He's eating, like, <laughs> the salt and pepper shakers. and You're going to have to pick my teeth out of, your, out of my stool. <laughs> I mean, that was funny because it was just so weird. I mean, it wasn't the usual caliber. Uh, but they're, they're, you know, what I, what I hold them up to. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, but that's a, you know, like I sound like such an asshole because I'm like, oh, this week's shows uh, did not meet my expectations. I'm nobody from nowhere. Well, you know, we are coming in the home stretch of, uh, of of TV. Like the good shit's supposed to be coming out now. We've had a couple strikeouts, but they've come from the big institutional shows, like yeah. Family Guy. So now they can get away with sucking every every once in a while. I know, it's just a, it's an odd thing that on their, uh, the season finale of these shows, and the one that's, the thing that you, well, back in the day, I mean, TV now, yeah. because there's not going to be a crop of summer shows, but yes, like, back in the day, when that, the season finale, then you had nothing. I mean, you had the reruns, but it was yeah. like, this is the thing that was, like, in your mind that you were thinking about all summer. You're like, wow, are they going to top that this fall? And now it's like... Yeah, yeah and now it's just... Yeah, especially this pointing thing too about the Tina Fey one is that they were on a hot streak going into that episode too. Oh, like, especially the I, Jeffrey Brown episode was phenomenal, and the the Charles Gambino one was good too. Yeah, Di, uh, Di Glover, he did. Uh, yeah, he was in like every sketch, <laughs> you yeah. know. And uh, so, so they had some great episodes, and then Tina Fey. I mean, you're like, well, hell, if Sterling K. Brown can be funny, Tina Fey should knock this shit out of the park. Yeah, and it's just. And they, but like we keep talking about pervert hunters, but even that I felt like was way undercooked as as a skit. Like I was really hoping they were like like Dina was saying, I was really hoping they would go weird with it, but instead they kinda went almost they, a little light. Yeah, they pulled it back a little bit, I felt yeah, but, yeah, like little kitty gloves on it. The guy who plays uh the pervert in that sketch, I can't remember his name. Yeah, me neither, but he's good. I like him <laughs> I a lot. I think he does uh, one of my favorite things that he does is when he plays uh, a bland person, like in a oh, sketch, like in um, uh, hundred in the hundred in the David S. Pumpkin sketch, Hundred Floors of Frights, when yeah, yeah. he's the boyfriend, he's like, "Babe, it's a hundred floors of fights. I'm probably gonna be scared too." It's just like such a fucking lame, douchey thing, and it's just masterfully said, and you know, but like. You know, like, if I ever met him in person, I'd be like, you're really funny. And or, like, even if I did go into it and be like, oh, man, the way you deliver this line, <laughs> they'd be like, my, uh, restraining my order. My favorite archetype is uh, Kyle Mooney doing the, uh, like, 90s alt-rock kid. Yeah, where he's always up. Yeah. We're having a good time. <laughs> Yeah, and like he's always, and like the video, and like the skits are shot to look like they're from the 90s and shit. Yes. Yes, those are he does a he yeah he he's got that nailed pretty well. Uh, they I mean yeah they, I mean it's a really talented cast and so whenever they get a lay of goose egg I'm always like what happened? Yeah right. <laughs> what? 
Oh, you guys should be cooking with fire. I mean, for God's sakes, the old New York Civil War song sketch with Jimmy Fallon, where they put the fat hook. Party at my parents' house. My kids still sing that. <laughs> we left him at the store. Uh, I dropped. I had to drop Sarah off at uh, a meeting uh, the other day uh, for PPC. She's the president, so I dropped her off the meeting. And I was gonna come back, so that way, you know, I'd be home with the boys. And I was like, "All right, gonna drop your mom off. Be right back." And so, like, we shut the garage door, and they started singing it at the top of their lungs. So, like, we're leaving the house, and they're like, oh, oh, party at my parents' house. <laughs> Never mind, it's like yeah, Tuesday you, at 6. Did you see the uh, Switcheroo sketch yet? It was uh, two episodes ago. I can't remember who the host was, but the whole uh, the whole hook is that that guy that you like, who plays who plays straight, straight dudes really well. Yeah. He and uh, one other guy switch spots, a la, like, vice versa in those cheesy 80s comedies. Oh, yes. And it's a TV show, but the but the punchline is it's all about the the kid now the father having to have sex with the yes. his wife now. Yes, that was Mulaney because Mulaney was the director. Yeah, Mulaney. Yes, Mulaney was the director. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I want to see more of that. Too. <laughs> that was hilarious. Oh man, because they even but went you through. Do it, <laughs> they made the theme song and everything. Yeah, that was that was a sketch. That was an episode where it was like. Every episode made me laugh. Every yeah, episode yeah, was like that was, pow, that pow, was pow, probably pow, the best episode. Steve, that. Oh, so good. All right, but now you go check it out. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> go back and watch that Mulaney episode. Uh, I'm really excited to see how the summer turns out, though. We're not doing the hiatus this year. So. <laughs> Do it again. Take it again. Whoa. Yeah, you know, let our beloved WWE can just keep doing this shit year round. Yeah. No breaks. No breaks. No breaks. Just let products suffer. Look, yep, just yep. Like uh, welcome our new uh, perennial guest, Roman Reigns. <laughs> uh, constantly, every week. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna like him, and we don't care what you say. Yep. Oh, you. Well, what if we don't? No, no. That's not... Actually, that's what Roman Reigns' new entrance theme should be. You're gonna love me, uh, from uh, Showgirls. And I'm telling you, I'm not going. You and you and you, you're gonna love me. Oh man, it would be great. I'll have to do that. I hope Dina watch, well listens to this episode. But all right, that's yes. it. I think let's close it up for this week, Eddie. Um, so that's gonna do it for Eddie and I. Thanks, Megan, for being on the show. Um, maybe next week we'll be back with everybody. I guess we'll see. So on behalf of uh, Giblet myself, have a great night, and we'll see you next time. <laughs> These are twelve jokes. I don't. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. My jokes don't go over, I don't care. Everybody, I don't care. I don't, he does not care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't, he does not care. I don't care. I'm happy, go lucky. Women call me plucky. I don't care. I don't care. I don't, he does not care. I don't care. Look.
look out, Hank Mancini. Here comes Eeny Meeny. <laughs> I don't care. One more time. No! I don't care. I don't. Shut up. I don't. We hate you. I don't care. We're going to kill you. I don't care. Ming, ming, ming. Zoom, zoom, zoom. This is stupid, making noises on the show. That's not right. Why do you do this to your father and I? Good night, ladies and gentlemen. You've been great. Thank you very much.